0: Here we are, nearly two weeks into the shelter-in-place lifestyle, and I, for one, have learned a few things. Four days without showering, probably too many. Doing dishes, it's basically my life now, and I thought I was thankful for California's abundant parks before, but I had no idea. Being able to stroll six feet apart, of course, through our local parks lifts my spirits just every single time. Now, one park in particular has been on my mind because we're meant to be celebrating a big anniversary this week. That was before everything got postponed, of course, but Golden Gate Park in San Francisco, one of the finest urban parks in the world, is 150 years old. I love this park because it has so many little worlds within it. On one end, you've got the Dutch windmills that kind of loom over a carpet of tulips. At the other end, you hear disco beats blaring from a boombox, and people are roller skating, showing off all of their moves. But perhaps the most unexpected thing that you might find in this park is a herd of bison. (coughs) If you've seen them recently, you might have noticed five new baby bison were added this year. That's a gift for the park's anniversary. So today, in honor of the park's birthday and those new baby bison, we're going to take a look back at an episode from reporter Jessica Plotchek, all about the bison paddock. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Sit back and relax. It's Bay Curious. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes.
1: Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing...
2: They're the largest mammals in North America. A male weighs up to 2000 pounds, females 1000 pounds.
3: We have Betsy, Bellatrix, Buttercup, Bambi, and who am I missing? Brunhilda. <laughs> All be named. All be named for yeah. bison? Correct.
2: <laughs> this is Sarah King from the San Francisco Zoo. She's here at the paddock to feed the bison which you should know are not the same as buffalo, though the names are often used interchangeably.
3: These are bison. Buffalo are only from Old World continents, Africa and Asia.
2: These bison aren't from the Bay Area. They're adapted to the Great Plains, where the weather's a lot more extreme.
3: They can actually use their head almost like a snowplow and move snow out of the way in order to get to the dried shrubs, mosses, lichen that are underneath all of that snow in order to maintain their body weight and make it through the winter.
2: These hairy beasts attract a lot of attention.
3: What's that? How many are there? There's six.
2: Six? Six? I was right. Keith Robinson is a groundskeeper at Golden Gate Park and often finds himself answering visitor questions. Like, how old are they?
3: Seven now.
2: Where did you get them from?
3: We got them from a ranch. Uh, Do
1: they want to ram humans or are they peaceful? No, they're actually quite peaceful.
2: Well, they haven't always been that way. We'll get to that. But right now, we're more interested in a question from one of
1: our listeners, Paul Irving. So I'm a cyclist, and I cycle by here all the time. But it's pretty rare that I actually stop and walk around the paddock. We walked
2: along the entire fence enclosing the pen. The bison roam around this big field with some small green hills. The Richmond neighborhood is just a few blocks away, and sometimes you can smell the ocean breeze. Finding the bison here is unexpected, maybe even weird, which brings us to Paul's question.
1: What's the story behind the bison in Golden Gate Park? It's actually pretty easy to find the answer. Just a couple weeks ago, I decided, well, I really should get off and read the signs. And uh, so came and uh, this answered a few of my questions.
2: That's right, there's a sign. It touches on the basics, but we get a lot of questions about the bison, so I dug up some more information. To start us off, here's Paul reading the sign.
1: Until 100 years ago, 30 to 60 million bison roamed North America's prairies. One frontiersman told of a herd five miles wide and 12 miles long. Bison were
2: all over the west, grazing from northern Mexico all the way up through Canada. Times were good for the bison. Until European Americans expanded into the West. The bison habitat was crisscrossed by railroads and turned into farms. Imported cattle brought new diseases to the bison.
1: Then there was the killing. Bison were killed for food, skins, and to deprive the Plains Indians of their primary food source.
2: Bison skins were turned into leather, and their bones were ground up to make fertilizer and fine china. But many animals were killed for sport. There were competitions to see who could kill the most bison, and tourists on trains would shoot the animals from their seats, leaving the carcasses where they fell. And while the US government clashed with Native Americans over land, the army encouraged the rampant slaughter. One colonel even told hunters,
1: Kill every buffalo you can. Every buffalo dead is an Indian gone.
2: Eventually, there were only about 1,000 bison left. Many of the surviving animals were raised on farms and bred with cows. Most of the bison we see today have a little cow in them.
1: On February 13, 1891, when the species was close to extinction, the first bison was brought to Golden Gate Park. When Golden Gate Park was created in the 1870s, the idea was to recreate a little bit of the um, Wild West.
2: This is Phil Ginsburg, the general manager of San Francisco Recreation and Parks.
1: So bison and several other animals were actually first put in a paddock, which is very close to where Kezar Stadium is today.
2: They bred the animals to help bring them back from the brink of extinction.
1: By 1998, more than 100 calves had been born in the captive breeding program, and the total number of bison in North America exceeded 200,000.
2: The population growth is due to conservation and because we started raising them on farms for meat. And now, with so many bison, the park has stopped breeding them.
1: Today, we have only females. Just keeps everything a little bit more calm, as it were.
2: When bulls roamed the herd, things could get pretty aggressive. One tried to maul a policeman on horseback, and they were known for charging. Zookeeper Sarah King says that they can run pretty fast, too.
3: They can. They can run up to 30 miles per hour, and they can actually swim really far, too. They can swim um, over half a mile. So they're very strong animals.
2: <laughs> is there dominance within this herd, even though there's no bulls?
3: There is, yes. You don't see aggressiveness that you would see on, you know, wildlife shows, but there is definitely a matriarch. That
2: would be Betsy.
3: She's the one that comes first into the feed pad. She'll go to the food first, and then it down from there. The bison
2: in the paddock today are not descendants of the park's original herd. The herd has been replaced a couple times when the female bison get old and mosey on to the golden plains in the
0: sky. I was surprised to learn that the bison have been in the park for over a hundred years. Have there been any crazy incidents?
2: I am so glad you asked that, because there have. The bison have escaped, though my favorite incident is a rumor. A bunch of students allegedly let the bison out, and they were later found roaming in the Richmond.
0: Oh my gosh, can you imagine just like strolling along the street in the Richmond and coming face to face with a bison? I think I would kind of love that. (laughs) Thank you very much for the story, Jessica. Oh, yeah, no problem. We made a video where you can meet the whole Lady Bison gang. Head to bakecurious.org and check it out. This episode first aired in 2017. Since then, we've lost some beloved bison, like Brunhilda. But like I mentioned at the beginning, five new calves joined the herd recently, all females. They were a gift from Senator Dianne Feinstein and her husband. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Bay Curious is usually made in San Francisco at member-supported KQED, but right now it's made in closets and under duvet covers all over the Bay Area. Thanks for listening.
3: Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Okay, our question for the month is The world's longest running pillow fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of The Bay and beyond